You've found the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Delight your soul, feed your spirit, and sharpen your mind with anointed teaching and discussion on subjects such as faith healing, miracles, end-time prophecy, holiness, and everything that apostolics love. And now here's your host, pastor, author, blogger, and teacher, Charles Rodas. Well, praise the Lord. This is Charles Rodas with Everything Apostolic. Hallelujah. I'm so glad to be with you, and I'm glad you're listening right now. I've got a very urgent message, a very uh, timely message according to the Scripture, and very, very uh, strong, strong teaching here that uh, a prophecy that I don't like, and you're not going to like it either. And as you can see, the title already, you saw it, it is the title is is nuclear war prophesied in the Bible? And that's the question. Is nuclear war prophesied uh, in the Bible? I believe it's prophesied of. Now, that's my conviction. That's my belief. I'm going to show you some passages of Scripture that I believe prove nuclear war is imminent. Now, you might say, well, you know, they back in when the Bible was written, they didn't know anything about nuclear war. Of course, they didn't. Uh, they didn't have to because even John, when he wrote Revelation, it wasn't John. John was just a penman. He was just uh, he was just a note taker. But this it was authored by God, and God knows the end from the beginning, and He's always giving. Uh, uh, warnings to his people and to the war. So yeah, we're going to read a passage from Revelation, starting in Revelation 9. I've got several. I'm not going to go into every passage, but I'm going to give you a good, strong portion of Scripture here that I believe, again, I believe, prophesies of a coming nuclear war in the Bible, where, according to the current population of the world is about 7.8 billion people, almost 8 billion people as of the uh, date of this podcast. Now, uh, the scripture is going to prophesy out here in Revelation 9 that one out of three will die in a war. And if you do the math, that's about 2.6 billion 2.6 billion, that's one out of three people in the world will die in a war. Why do I believe it's nuclear? Well, let, let's read it, and I let me, you can tell me what you think. Revelation 9.13, I'm going to read through verses 18, 9.13, okay? And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four Oh, four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels, which are, round, are bound in the great river Euphrates. Verse 15, and the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of man. Look at those seven, eight words, for to slay the third part of men. That's one out of three people that's going to die in a war. That has never happened. This prophecy has never been fulfilled. Look at verse 16. And the number of, of the army of the horsemen 
were 200,000 thousand. I heard the number of them. There's not too many armies in the world today that have that many soldiers. For some several dec- decades now, China has been known to have uh, that many soldiers in a in their army. Now, there's the United States doesn't, uh, Great Britain doesn't, Canada doesn't. Most countries don't even come close to that, but China does. Now, is China going to push the button uh, in this war that I'm talking about that I believe Scripture is warning us about? I'm not saying China is going to do that, but I believe that God is letting us know there's going to be an army that's going to be very large. Could it be China? It very well could be. Now, uh, and uh, verse 17, and I saw the horses in the vision and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire. Let me just stop right here. You've got to remember when prophecy is given, God gives uh, God gives a prophecy uh, that the man, the woman giving the prophecy, especially in Scripture, those futuristic prophecies uh, that we read about, nine out of ten times, they were clueless of what they were prophesying. They had no idea how it could be fulfilled or even what it meant. All right, so the 17 again, and thus I saw the horses in the vision and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire, fire, breastplates of fire. Now, the horses having breastplates of fire and of jacinth and brimstone. Now, horses was used in that day of battle when John prophesied here in Revelation. Now, but he saw breastplates, having breastplates of fire and of jacinth and brimstone. And the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions. And out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. Now we can you know, use our imagination and maybe correct in thinking that when you think about military howitzers, uh, army tanks, um, other explosives and other military uh, warfare, uh, how that, yes, fire and smoke is issued out of these cannons and these tanks and these howitzers. And so we don't know how exactly what will happen, but there's no doubt if there will be a war going on, but then somebody will decide to uh, wipe out a country or countries. Now, right now, as you know, uh, North Korea as of the date of this podcast, North Korea and has been for quite some time spouting off uh, about uh, nuclear war and destroying the United States. And uh, Iran is always chanting about destroying the United States and destroying Israel. And of course, we are hoping to be able to stop Iran from creating uh, nuclear warfare, nuclear missiles. Uh, And so depending on when you're listening to this, we don't know if they will have it or not. It's very possible they will. If the United States does not do something or Israel does not do something, Iran will have uh, nuclear warheads. All right. And then we talk about Russia. Let's mention Russia as well, because 
Uh, Russia has been talking about nuclear war as of late and uh, threatening, uh, not necessarily using the word, but their threats are extremely strong. So when we look at these three nations, they're not, they're not the only nations. Now, there's enough nuclear warheads and a nu nuclear bombs in this world to wipe out the entire population, to kill all human life, all animal life, all plant life, that everything would be completely burnt to a crisp. There's enough nuclear warheads to do that hundreds of times over. Now, you know, they're not telling you this in the news, but when you do some study on this, as I have, and, you know, you can you can do the studies on the Internet, you can go to the library and you can learn these things. But let, let's look at verse 18. It agrees with 15 because the end of 15 said for to slay the third part of men. Now, it's interesting in this passage that 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 God is speaking and he says the same thing twice as to get our attention, as to really hone in on and uh, make us aware of this prophecy. Verse 18, by these three was the third part of men killed, all right, killed by the fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone, which issued out of their mouths. Now, uh, I don't think that conventional warfare, as it's always been with ground soldiers, with F-15s, uh, Tomahawk missiles, and aircraft carriers, and tanks and howitzers, I, I don't think conventional warfare is what this is talking about, because how in the world... Can one out of three people in the world die by that? It has to be a catastrophe. It has to be something great. It has to be something. And I'm going to show you that here in just a minute. I'm going to show you some passages, so don't go anywhere. I'm going to show you some scripture, several scriptures, where it's very plain to see, at least in my eyes, to see that this is most likely nuclear war. Is nuclear war prophesied of in the Bible? I believe it is. I believe that's what this is talking about here in Revelation chapter 9. By these three was the third part of men killed. World, World War I, there wasn't that many people. There was only uh, less than 100 million, I believe, that died. I forget how many was it in World War II. It was a lot more. Uh, it wasn't that many. But when we're talking about one-third of the world's population, almost 8 billion, all right, almost 8 billion people will die. One-third of 8 billion people will die in a coming war. That's what this is saying. God is saying it. I'm not saying it. I don't care what kind of war it is. I hope that I'm not here to see it. They say, well, we're going to be raptured out. You don't know what's going to happen because, you know, we did bomb Japan with a uh, with a nuclear bomb back in World War II with a hydrogen bomb, uh, whatever they called it in those days, however it was built. But it wiped out 
uh, hundreds of thousands of people died. I don't know the number, but you know about that history, no doubt. I know about that history. So it's happened once, but it's going to happen on a much larger scale. All right, so I'm going to be right back after this message, so please hold on. If you haven't heard about my book on fasting, it is titled Fasting Secrets Revealed. This is Brother Rodas. Uh, here are a few of many exciting testimonies about my book. Uh, w. Garden says, I've read numerous books on fasting and this one is probably the best. Stephanie B. writes, excellent read and I've read a lot of books on fasting. It was fresh content that really is inspiring. F.C. Warren writes, the last six or seven months I've read probably eight or nine books on fasting. This book is probably one of my favorites on the subject because I feel a spirit of faith and revelation at work in this book. Simple but powerful. This book will ignite a fire in you for fasting. And one more uh, by Vivian F. I purchased this book on fasting and it's the best book I've ever read on the subject. Now, Fasting Secrets Revealed was ranked number one in Amazon Bible study. Fasting Secrets Revealed is was featured in IBC Perspectives magazine. And Fasting Secrets Revealed is one of the most mentioned books in Apostolic Review in 2020. Now, you can get Fasting Secrets Reveal, uh, Revealed on Amazon or my website. Save a little money on my website, which is www.charlesarotis.com. All right, so again, uh, the last part of verse 15 says, For to slay the third part of men. Let me read 18 again to you. By these three was the third part of men killed by the fire, by the smoke, by the brimstone, which issued out of their mouths. Oh, this is such a prophecy here. Now, uh, we, we know that there's 7.8 billion people on the planet today. And as we said, one third is 2.6 billion. Can you imagine one out of three people dying? How many are in your home? How many How many in your household? Think about that. If there's three in your household, that's one of you. If there's six in your household, that's two two out of six passing, passing away. How many is in your church congregation? Is it 100? Let's say you had 100 people in your congregation. That means about 33 out of the 100 would die in that scenario. Is there 300 in your church congregation? That's about 100 of the 300 that would die, one out of three. I'm not saying that this is going to happen in the United States. I'm giving you a real scenario of what it would feel like, what it would look like possibly if it happened here, and we don't know. Uh, so we've got North Korea threatening with nuclear war. We've got Iran that's been threatening the United States and Israel for years. And we've got Russia now involved with threats. All right, so let's read Zechariah 14, 
and verse 12. Some powerful passages that I think you will agree looks like nuclear war. Zechariah 14, 12, and this shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongues shall consume away in their mouth. Look at look at that right there. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet. It sounds like nuclear fallout. It sounds like the, the, the fervent heat that would just melt the skin off the bones. The eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongue shall consume away in their mouth. Powerful passage. Now, as you know, if you've read Zechariah very much, Zechariah talks much about the end time. He talks much about the day that we're living in. It's a great book of prophecy. Now, let's look at another passage in Second Peter chapter 3. Now, we're talking about is nuclear war prophesied of in the Bible. Now, Second Peter 3 verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. Now, don't you think that an explosion of a nuclear bomb would be a great noise? And it talks about the heavens shall pass away. When it's talking about the heavens passing away here in verse 10, it's not talking about heaven where a person goes when he dies. No, it's talking about many times in the Bible, the word heaven is in reference to the sky, the atmosphere above the earth. Okay, so let's read it with that thought. In the which the heavens, the sky, the atmosphere above shall pass away with a great noise. Okay, why? Because a nuclear explosion goes upward into a mushroom cloud and it changes the atmosphere. It blocks the sunlight. If you've ever done any studying on it, it's, it's amazing what happens with a nuclear explosion. Many people die in the area of the explosion, but the nuclear fallout can go hundreds and hundreds of miles away because of the wind and the jet stream taking that poison, okay, and bringing it upon other states uh, like I said, hundreds of miles away. Look at, and the, and, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Everything is going to melt with fervent heat. Nothing will stand under the heat of a nuclear, uh, under nuclear fallout. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Now, like I said a few minutes ago, before the break, with nuclear war, if there was an explosion, okay, and the fallout came down in your city, in your state, that fallout would kill more than the explosion. It would kill many, many times more than the explosion, okay? For those that would possibly survive, many of them will die later of cancer and other poisons. 
because it gets in your system. It gets in your blood. It gets into the water, into the lakes, into the rivers. All right. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The, all, the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. So all plant life dies. Every tree, every bush, every vegetable, every fruit in that area dies. Nothing survives. No kind of plant life survives. Every animal, every cat, every dog, every cow, every chicken uh, would die. And every human would die that was in direct, uh, was in the direct fallout. If they had some kind of a shelter, possibly, that was uh, approved, that was made for that, sure, some people could survive a while uh, with uh, a special shelter, but most won't be in a shelter. Most, when nuclear fallout comes, it will just, it will kill them. Verse 11, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in an all holy conversation and godliness? When we think about all of what we know being dissolved, your home being no more, your car being no more, even if you survived in a shelter and you came out, you know, months later out of the shelter after the nuclear fallout and months later, six months later, a year later, you came out of that shelter and you looked out and you stepped out on the ground, the poison in the ground, the poison in the water. All you're going to see is dead trees. You're going to see uh, bodies. You're going to see everything is charred and destroyed. No houses will stand. Nothing will stand. And there are no vegetables. There's nothing to eat. And so whatever you had remaining, that's what nuclear war does. And this is why so many people die. Because like I said, uh, there's a limited amount of people that die from the explosion itself. And so is nuclear war prophesied in the Bible? Well, it kind of reads like it, doesn't it? I, I, I'm convinced myself. I'm personally convinced. So looking at verse 12, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire. The heavens, there it is again, the heavens. So in verse 10, it says, the heavens shall pass with a great noise. The sky, the atmosphere shall pass with a great noise. Here it says, the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. There it is again, because verse Verse 10 says that the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Isn't that something that Peter is repeating himself in the prophecy? Oh, hallelujah. He might have read Zechariah chapter 14, huh? He might have, uh, I don't know, he may have not had access to Revelation 9. Revelation 9 may have not been written yet. But see, it all goes together. God knows how to put his word together for our edification and, uh, and our learning. So let me get the last part of 12 again. We'll finish up with verse 13. The heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. So all of this is going to melt with a fervent heat. It really doesn't matter because God's going to make everything new again. All right, God's going to make everything new again. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I'm so glad to be serving God. I'm so glad to be baptized in Jesus' name. Oh, the one baptism, water baptism in the Bible. 
And I'm so glad to be filled with the Holy Ghost evidence by speaking with other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. I'm so glad to know this one God. Oh, that one God in Christ who reconciled the world unto himself. I'm so glad to know that my God is one. Deuteronomy 6, 4, here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. So I want to encourage you tonight, not discourage you. Amen. If this does come upon the world and one out of three people die and 2.6 billion die in this world, in this prophesied war again like i said this war has not happened this prophecy has not happened it's not going to happen with bb guns or machine guns it's got to have it's got to happen with something catastrophic this war has got to have happened with something catastrophic like nuclear war for one one war to kill this many people amen well, again, you've been listening to Everything Apostolic. This is Brother Rodis. Hey, stay tuned here just for a moment for a quick message, and we'll be talking to you soon. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating and review for it as it provides tremendous feedback to this ministry. Don't forget, more resources are available at www.charlesarodis.com. There you will find Pastor Rodis's books and also the newsletter and a free gift when you subscribe to the newsletter. Until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.